Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Gilligan's Isle of ADD. Um, so I'm just trying out using my onboard mic on my new Mac, new to me Mac. So not super fan of the audio at this point, but it's just to get a couple of ideas out there. Um, I have a bunch of random sound gear that I'm going to hook up anyway. Uh, so this episode, for the most part, is about my first session with uh, the Monday Night Miserable Bastards, um, so Tim Short's game, and I got to play with a bunch of guys, uh, some I played with before, some I hadn't, and we had a really hilarious time, uh, but before I get into the actual sort of what happened, I got some, uh, well, I got a nice message from Tim, uh, uh, you know, inviting me to the group, so I'm going to play that one quick. And then we'll get into some more messages I got. Hey, Shane. It's Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor, your future GM. Uh, everybody in the group is really looking forward to you joining. Uh, and uh, don't worry about alignments. You play the guy the way you want to. I don't really worry about alignments too much. If your guy, uh, you know, if you feel your guy needs to do something, then, you know, go ahead and role play it and we'll deal with it. That's the fun part of the gaming. And I did laugh out loud when you were as Canadian. It's like, stab me in the back. Sorry. Stab me in the back. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Uh, and uh, what was the other thing? Um, it'll be a weekly game, Shane, as much as possible. And that, and like I said before, I play who with whoever shows up. So if everybody shows up, we play. And sometimes if only one person shows up, we'll still do something. So... Glad you're bored, Shane. Looking forward to it, bud. Hey, man. Joe Delore. Just heard your latest podcast. Uh, you're looking forward to joining. I'm looking forward to playing with you, man. It sounds like it'll be a good time. <clears throat> um, you heard Tim's message to you. He was all nice when he left that message, right? This is how he lures you into the game, dude. You know, it's like a crack. Hey, 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 little boy. You want to hit? It's good. It's good for you. Then he lures you in. And then he throws... Something good at you, actually. He throws a couple of good background books, things like that. High quality could almost be a zine. Gives you a good sense of who you are as a player, as a ba and a background in the world. Just enough to tease you, not enough to to get you like uh, too much information, so you you feel like you know uh, everything about everything. There's still some mystery left. You know what I mean? Both as a character and as to the world. So that's really good. You're gonna get that. All right, but. So as you can see, I got a little bit of a, a heads up from uh, Joe the Lawyer on, on you know, sort of what, what could happen in Tim's game. And obviously I got a nice welcome from Tim. Um, so I'm going to just go ahead and, and, and play, uh, you know, everything that Joe had to say. Um, and, and, and he does, uh, spoiler alert, he gets into the rock grub situation. Uh, so there's that. Um, I do have to say though, it was really nice getting the background information from Tim. Uh, it rooted me in, in the character and I still have a little bit of work on deciding kind of my character's goals and thoughts and stuff, uh, which I'll get into in a little bit.
The next thing you're going to get is a good couple fights, easy encounters. It lures you in. A little mystery, little 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 side quests, NPC interactions, you know, some basic stuff. Like we, you know, we were scared by a cow the first session that we played. You know what I mean? Eh, I didn't know what a fucking cow sounds like when he's chewing cud. Apparently, everybody, or these other two guys lived, did. All right, because Matt knew exactly what it was. Tim knew exactly what it was. I thought it was a truck and troll chewing a bone or something like that. But when Tim made the sound of what it sounded like, and Matt's like, oh, just a cow. You say, I hope you're from the fucking farmlands, dude, because you need going to need that knowledge. All right. You need all the fucking knowledge you can get to deal with these these rednecks. I think Tim makes moonshine in his basement. They're just saying the whole happy whisk thing. That's why she's happy. It's the moonshine, man. All right. Part, I don't know, three. So next, once you're lured into the game, you're feeling good about your character, you think, I'm going to make some progress. Maybe around second level or so. You're going to get a fucking encounter, dude. It'll probably consist of doppelgangers. A lot of them. He'll say there's only two or three. It was like 49, at least, right? And thousands of gnolls with longbows. Or something along those lines. You know what I mean? If you survive, by the grace of God... Which means you better fucking be prepared to cheat your fucking ass off. Everything's going to be a natural 20, dude. Roll your dice. Fucking roll 20 window. Roll your own dice and just fucking cheat your ass off. I rolled 19 natural 20s in one game once. Didn't catch on. Didn't catch on. So it worked out well. Anyway, you're going to have that to deal with. All right? Unfair encounters. And after that, let's say you kill the shit. Somehow, you cheat your way through that bullshit, right? You kill the motherfuckers. Guess what? Fucking rot grubs, that's what, bitch. Rot grubs. Remember those fucking things, AD&D, that he really didn't do to somebody? Against the bro code? No, <laughs> not in this game. No fucking bro code, bitch. We just got the, the, the insane DM code. When he has that glint in his eye, I'm going to look for it now. Matt said he saw it. So there's a certain glint in his eye. I've got to learn, to, I gotta learn this, this glint. we got to figure out the glint, dude. We mean you work together. And then, we'll know... Don't search. Don't stick your hand up the ass. Nothing. Just that's what red shirts are for. Learn that. Red shirts are your friend in this. Some will kill them all. Does by the dozen. That's okay though. They're that's why they're there for red shirts. It's the only way to survive the full body cavity searches. All right. And then somehow, yeah. So you get through all that. You're in for some shit. I don't know what it is yet because that's where I'm at. All I know is expect the unexpected. He he's even said that in his campaign you don't get. Beyond third level usually, so I know I'm fucked because I'm approaching fourth. And I called him on and his vicious, vicious rod grubbery stunts. So publicly shamed him. I'm in for some shit on Monday, that's all I could say. Help me, watch my back, I'll watch yours. We gotta protect ourselves against this fucking DM, man. You know, we really do. It's, it's out, it's on. I mean, there's a bounty on my head, I'm convinced of it. DM has put a bounty on my head, and he's gonna collect. Alright, so, I'll look forward to playing with you Monday, man. Hopefully you got a sleep spell. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, we need it. <laughs> Take care, buddy. So I laughed pretty fucking hard at the uh, the cows thing, and and of course the uh, the homebrew stuff. Um, I uh, my bosses, well, they don't make it. Well, maybe they do. I don't know, but they tend to have some. <clears throat> and I actually sent Joe a message saying, "Don't worry about it, man. I'm a country boy. I know how to tip cows over. I've drank homebrew." I got your back. Don't worry about it. Uh, so the actual session was really good. Took me a little bit to kind of figure out what was going on. Um, and that's just sort of noob walking into to something. 
but as it went along, I sort of started to get it figured out. Um, one thing that I thought was really hilarious was I walked into a session with the party already split, which was fucking really fucking funny. Uh, so, and it turns out that my, um, my character scored, uh, he was sort of like, a well, he was kind of a badass and, um, he, he was like a guard in a temple and stuff and, um, ended up getting kind of possibly framed for murder or stealing and, uh, was sort of kicked out of it. Well, not kicked out. He was, he was supposed to be hung and uh was rescued and it turns out that the temple the religious place that i was helping to guard or was part of is also one of the other characters um religions so i'm gonna guess that's gonna play a role anyway so we kind of wandered around uh some of this hexes and stuff and and uh, they cut tim cut to two different scenes there was one where uh matt and um Crap. Uh, they, anyway, they were getting together and they were looking at, uh, they found this dead knight. And so they're kind of dealing with that situation. And then I, me and Eric were in sort of this small town and uh, kind of wandering around and he kind of met up with me and stuff. Anyway, uh, so after that, we they kind of did a bunch of stuff. And at one point, Matt's halfling had kind of hid this signet ring that he'd found. Um, so then we all decided to kind of have a snooze in the, in the tavern. And then the, uh, the cleric Eric's character was woken up, um, by somebody. Of course we didn't know all this, but, um, this was sort of in game. And, uh, so we were told or he was told to go and kind of rob, um, this caravan, but you know, not to kill anybody. So, so, you know, the next morning we all have these disguises in our rooms and we wake up and, and you know, he kind of smoothed it over on us and just sort of talked us through it or whatever. So we went out happily along and, and so I, we're sort of playing and this is where I was, I'm still trying to get into sort of what my role is in the group. I think everybody has a different role. You don't always play the same role, but everybody has a different role depending on the dynamic of the group. So I'm still trying to figure out where I've, not fit in per se, but fit in. Um, so I had, it was, I was kind of laid back a little bit. I was also having some major technical issues, which aren't going to be a problem. Uh, next time around, I told the guys I was sitting in a lawn chair with my tablet connected to the wall so I could keep it charged. And it only has a mic on the back of it. So I was literally had my like head down kind of like talking into this microphone and it was really awkward. And then I had roll 20 up on my laptop because it wouldn't do both things at once. Uh, so it was, it was entertaining. It wasn't comfortable anyway. Uh, so we go off to find this caravan and, um, Eric's character, like dressed up as a, as a girl and it became like the funniest Monty Python sketch ever. Uh, I was claiming that, you know, these, they were just drunk ladies and, you know, they just wanted to, check out the merchandise and stuff. And, um, yeah, it was like an epic, I, I laughed so fucking hard. I couldn't even, I couldn't even say anything. Like there was a point where Tim, I was supposed to sort of shake down the guard and, and stuff. And I couldn't even, I couldn't think of a fucking thing cause it was laughing so hard. I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to put him in a headlock and, you know, try and diffuse the situation a little bit. Meanwhile, like Matt's halfling jumped up and, 
stole a bunch of stuff and then got the cart off and running with a horse. And that's where we ended it. It was like three hours of hilarious. Um, so yeah, it was really good. Uh, anyway, circling back. So I'm just trying to figure out what my, like my character, he's a fighter, but like he's, I don't want him just to be a run of the mill guy, you know? So I, he has obviously has a dark past, but I have to sort of figure out what his, his personality is going to be like. And I think it's going to be sort of um, not like a pirate per se, but just like, uh, you know, he kind of goes the way of the wind sort of, you know, doesn't go along with the group, but goes along where, where the money is. Right. I think he wants to just make some cash and retire, you know, and, and find a Hamlet somewhere that he can relax. Um, anyway, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to the next fucking uh, session, which we're going to do uh, tomorrow night, actually. So I'm stoked about that. And as a side note, I got my man cave all set up. Uh, so I spent the last couple weekends cleaning up the basement and I got my new computer set up uh, and everything's working really good. So I've been wildly productive. It's 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday. And uh, as soon as I'm done doing this podcast, I'm going to finish working on that MeWe hex. I have some editing to do and add a couple hexes and should be up by the end of the week anyway. Uh, so yeah, uh, talk to you guys all tomorrow. I got one last little Colin from Colin. Um, Colin, I got to get in on a game with you soon, man. I've been kind of concocting something in my head. I uh, wouldn't mind doing a roll 20 now that I can, maybe running a couple one shots or something. So I'll, uh, I'll let you know, man. You'll be the first one on the list. Hey, Shane, all the best for Monday, mate. It sounds like you've got a good crew there that you're jumping in with. I'm pretty jealous, man. I'd love to play in that in that session, but I'll be fast asleep. Enjoying your chat about Isle of Dread and the Known World and the Grand Duchy of Karimikos. Ah, oh, I love that Mastara setting. Uh, there's just so many settings and not enough time, not enough hours in the day, mate. But anyway... Awesome stuff. And dig your little bit of guitar at the end of the episode too. Catch you later. Take care.